this is Whitney Lane. And I'm Natalie Hipschman. We are Duke Plastic Surgery residents on The Resident Review, a Duke Plastic Surgery podcast. Today, we are continuing our Quick Hit series designed to review high-yield topics for our yearly in-service examination. Today, we are going to be discussing high-yield topics related to hair restoration. First, let's go over some anatomy of the hair follicle. So there are two types of hairs in general over the body. There's terminal hairs, which are the larger, coarse, pigmented hair, and then villous hair, which could be described colloquially as peach fuzz. Um, hair follicles are the layers surrounding and supporting the growth of the hair shaft. The follicles themselves are found in the subcutaneous layer of the scalp. Follicular units include from skin down, a sebaceous gland, a stem cell bulge, the erector pili muscle, and a bulb at the base of the follicle, including the neurovascular bundle that enters through this bulb. Just under the skin from the epidermis to the sebaceous unit is called the infundibulum. Below that is the bulge, which houses the stem cells uh, for the hair and the erector pili muscle inserts here. At the base is the dermal papilla or the bulb. The vascular supply enters here. The shaft of the hair is primarily composed of keratin protein. Cellular growth extends downward from the bulge, upwardly displacing the prior progeny. Cellular production of keratin and continual displacement of the cells produces the hair shaft. The outermost layer of the hair is called the cuticle, and that's composed of hard keratin responsible for anchoring the hair in place. For the growth, and this is uh, often tested, there are different phases um, of growth that the hair enters into. The antigen phase is the active hair growth phase, which lasts about three years. 90% of the scalp hairs in, are involved in this phase. The catagen phase is a transition phase at the end of the antigen phase um, or active growth before the hair falls out. This lasts about two to three weeks. And during this phase, the bulb where the vascular supply enters the hair follicle is destroyed and keratinized, which cuts off the blood flow. The telogen phase is the terminal phase of hair growth, where the follicle becomes inactive and is finally shed. 10% of hairs at any given time are in the telogen phase. Catagen phase, the follicular bulb uh, atrophies and then degrades. In general, hair loss occurs when the antigen phase shortens and the telogen phase is prolonged. Now that we've discussed some of the hair anatomy, we are going to discuss um, hair loss or disease of the hair. Male pattern alopecia or androgenetic alopecia is associated with prolonged telogen phase leading to overall miniaturization of the follicles. This is the most commonly inherited or genetic form of hair loss and is often thought to be X-linked dominant. The mechanism of this hair loss is due to increased 5A reductase, which leads to conversion of testosterone in the epidermis and dermis to um, DHT or dihydrotestosterone, which contributes to increased telogen phase within the hairs and allows for uh, conversion of the terminal hair fibers to villus, leading to less pigmentation, causing the hairs to be more difficult to visualize, leading to the bald scalp and balding hairline that we oftentimes see in aging men. The medical treatment for male pattern balding or male pattern alopecia is twofold. We can use uh, medoxinil, which is a vasodilator. This is the first line treatment recommended for patients. It increases the hair growth and diameter of the hairs that are still there. And this is oftentimes used for mild to moderate balding. 
Finasteride or 5A reductase inhibition is another form of medical treatment for male pattern balding. It prevents conversion of testosterone into DHT and therefore prevents further hair loss and increases hair count. Female pattern alopecia, in contrast, is due to reduction in hair density over the crown and frontal scalp, leaving relative sparing and preservation of the frontal hairline. This is typically um, hyperandrenergic or related to things such as uh, menstrual irregularities, acne, and PCOS, and can be treated medically similar to male pattern balding with minoxidil and finasteride. However, the causes of female pattern balding are a little uh, less well understood as compared to male pattern balding. Some other types of alopecia include anagen effluvium, which occurs after insult to the follicles that impairs its mitotic activity. So this is associated with uh, things like chemotherapy. The physical exam will reveal a narrow hair shaft and fractured hair shafts at that site of narrowing. Growth typically restarts after cessation of the insult. There's also telogen effluvium, which results from stress on the body, such as childbirth, malnutrition, infection, major surgery, or extreme mental stress. Um, A person can lose 90% of hair at this time. This phenomenon is also self-limited, and hair growth will typically recur. These people are not candidates for transplantation due to the fact that this will resume and is self-limited. There's traction alopecia, which can result from tight hairstyles. Alopecia areata is an inflammatory condition thought to result from the immune system attacking the hair follicles themselves. This results in non-scarring hair loss and is T-cell-mediated autoimmune condition. Uh, This can be treated with corticosteroids. Trichotillomania is an impulse control disorder, likely associated with change in social situations or acute stressors. And the treatment of uh, this type of hair loss is generally referral to a psychiatrist to address the underlying uh, stress causing the condition. Finally, body dysmorphic disorder is an obsessive compulsive disorder related to preoccupation with perceived appearance. And this is preoccupation and lows occurring are at least an hour a day. There can be repetitive behaviors related to preoccupation and significant stress. We oftentimes think of body dysmorphic disorder when patients come in and think that their hair is thinning, but actually is not. Um, As far as treatment for alopecia, we have already reviewed some of the medical or medicinal treatments for alopecia. However, gold standard treatment for male pattern balding is follicular unit hair transplantation. This preserves the natural architecture of the hair units and gives very natural results. It includes one to four terminal hair follicles and has better growth than a single hair micrograph, which breaks the follicular unit. The types of transplants can be broken up into micrographs. After the follicular unit transplantation, you can also have micrographs, which is transplantation of one to two hairs. Uh, Micrografting is transferring hair follicles with the dermal elements. Micrograph survival is about 85% and can grow in areas of fibrosis, burn scars, and split thickness skin grafts. It can be, however, up to 95% survival in unscarred and healthy tissue. This is not as great because it breaks up the follicular unit as a follicular unit transplant. You can also have a mini graft, which is a transplant of three to four hairs. So it's somewhere between a micrograft and a follicular unit transplantation. Macroscopic hair transplantation, such as hair plugs with multiple hair follicles, uh, tends to be suboptimal because um, it can look very unnatural. Finally, when we're thinking of hair transplantation, the donor site is oftentimes the occipital scalp. 
this oftentimes is because patients who do have male pattern balding do retain hairs within that region, within the occipital scalp. Further, uh, patients don't notice when we take hairs from their occipital scalp for uh, donation to other areas of their head. Finally, the occiput has the longest lifespan of the hairs growing there, and um, baldness oftentimes occurs in the frontal parietal or vertex regions. Therefore, those oftentimes are not our best uh, options for hair transplantation. Importantly, after hair transplantation, hair shaft loss is expected after the first month. So patients love it right after transplantation, and then all the hairs fall out and they freak out. That is a normal and expected outcome of hair transplantation. So the um, patients first go into the catagen stage, then they enter the telogen stage, which lasts for about three to four months. So all the hairs have now fallen out. And finally, the hair follicles cycle back into the antigen phase where the hair follicles start to grow and you will get hair that is uh, growing thicker and longer with time. Finally, um, as a totally miscellaneous thing. Lasers and intense pulsed light hair reduction um, is something that we can refer patients for. So this is in patients who want hair removed from certain areas of their skin. Melanin is a targeted chromophore for hair re uh, reduction and um, hair reduction via laser is most effective for darker hairs because the uh, laser is targeting the melanin and is less effective for those with lighter hairs or peach fuzz type hairs. So with that, that concludes our quick hits review on hair restoration, and we hope to have you continue to join us on our quick hit series reviewing high yield in-service type questions for our yearly in-service exam. As a plastic surgeon with a unique vision for each patient, the more options you have at your fingertips, the better. Natrell is one of the portfolios available to you. To learn more, visit natrellsurgeon.com.